Mary had a little man and had We believe that all men are created equal. The magnificent mosaic that is America. A radio beacon, true radio beacon. I have a dream Change has come to America. Believe me. Help is on the way. Knock, knock. Who's there? Hey! It's a figment of your imagination. Randy Roadshow. Turn up your mind. Червона калина похилилася, чогось наша славна Україна зажурилася, а ми тую червону калину піднімемо, а ми нашу славну Україну. That, that song is addicting. Oh, my God. You go, Ukraine. You go. So, I, I, you know, that song is so addicting. I can't even tell you. I, I sing it all the time now. It's uh, crazy. There's about a billion versions of it. And this is what the reaction of ordinary Ukrainians is and will be. They sing. They're defiant. They build. They fight. They dig, they cook for each other. I mean, it is just, it's an amazing. And what does Russia do? What do they do? They lie, they destroy, they kill, they starve, they torture, they rape. I mean, it's just like, uh, it's night and day. It's And, and the Russian Orthodox Church. This is what kills me because yesterday was Easter. Not that you would know it in the United States. We're very busy killing each other here. Wow. Yeah, and the dead people in the shootings in, in South Carolina and the shootings in Pittsburgh and the shootings over the weekend, uh, they're not coming back in three days. They're not. But the Russian Orthodox Church is so loyal to Vlad the Impaler that they actually took a side, which is so fascinating because the Ukrainians are also Russian Orthodox if they are Christians for the most part. Uh, and the Russian Orthodox Church said Russia is doing the right thing with their raping and their torturing and their killing and their terrorizing and their destroying and their lying. So there you have it, the value of the Russian Orthodox Church in uh, less than a minute. There you have it. It's just, it's very sick and it's very twisted. But all of a sudden today, uh, the Russians decided that they would bomb Lviv, which is, as you know, 
in the West, right? They're, 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 oh, somebody told me to get Velcro for, uh, for Ruth Bader. She's right. Was an email I got. She said, please get some Velcro for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I will. Anyway, uh, the Russians decided that they wanted to terrorize all of Ukraine, even though they're focused on the Donbass region. They're focused on destroying the eastern portion of Ukraine. So today they decided, well, we just want to send a message that no one is safe from our terror. No one is safe from our bombs. No one is safe from our missiles. And so they launched a few missiles into western Ukraine, into Lviv, which is where people in the east were fleeing to, and either they stayed in Lviv or they fled into Poland or, God forbid, it would happen, that they would end up in Moldova. There's this place called Transnistria, which is a Russian, unrecognized Russian territory. Because I've explained this to you. The Russians, they take the eastern portion of any country that they so desire, that they want to own, that they want to steal, that they want back. And they just, uh, you know, conquer it. They, they bomb it. They kill people. Uh, they make sure there's no insurgency by killing everybody. See, that's the problem, right? Holding it holding it from patriotic people like the Ukrainians. How in the world was Russia going to hold that territory even if they were able to take it? Well, it looks like Putin solved that uh, dilemma by saying, we'll just kill everybody. We'll kill everybody. Men, women, children, babies, elderly. We don't care. We don't care. We're going to kill each and everybody. Because when we want what we want, we're going to take it. Now, what's interesting is uh, that Bill Browder was interviewed this weekend. And you know, Bill Browder's been on this show too. Bill Browder, who is responsible for the Magnitsky Acts, which is a, um, an act against, you know, killing your lawyer. Actually, it's sanctions. It's sanctions on Russia for poisoning people, for killing people in their custody, for you know, uh, uh, Vlad, for Vlad going out and doing, uh, you know, uh, murders, murders to protect himself. And so Bill Browder was asked, what is this war really all about at this point? I mean, what is it that's moving Vlad? Now, I will tell you over the weekend, you know, we had Passover Seder and stuff like that. And uh, one of the younger ones, one of the, you know, because we have all ages. I mean, we go from uh, babies. We had, uh, you know, the youngest was less than two. Uh, all the way to the senile, you know, like Loretta, all the way, all the way through, right? And so one of the 20-somethings, I'll just say, she said, I know why this is happening. And I said, oh, yeah, why? And she said, it's money. <laughs> if this was money, Putin would not do it because Putin's money is being frozen all over the world. No, that's not why. Putin is doing it because he stole so much. His people were getting hip to him. His people were on to him, to the fact that him and his freaking mob, you know, uh, uh, capos had stolen about a trillion dollars from the Russian people. And each and every time Putin starts a war or starts an invasion or takes Chechnya or Crimea or Luhansk or, uh, you know, uh, Donetsk, uh, the people in Russia rally around him. You know, they rally around the flag, which is Vlad. And Bill Browder agrees with me. I think Putin has always been the same man. <clears throat> what he's doing right now is responding to things that he sees as, as threats to his own security, his threats to his own personal safety. He's a dictator. He's been around for 22 years. Mm. Um, he's stolen enormous amounts of money. 
the Russian people are angry with him, mm -hmm. and he's watched dictators in other neighboring countries, in Kazakhstan and in Belarus. In Kazakhstan, the dictator was overthrown. In Belarus, almost overthrown, only with the help of Putin's state in power. And he saw the writing on the wall. And so I, I, what I see Putin doing right now, this is, this is a wag the dog scenario. He's basically starting a war to distract the Russian people away from his own failings towards a foreign enemy because he's afraid of losing power. And if he loses power, he ends up going to jail and probably dying. And so he's not, I mean, yes, it's all crazy, this full, full frontal invasion, but he's just responding to his own fears. And, and that's what this is all about. And in the past, every time he's done one of these foreign interventions, it has, ra you know. It, it's, it's, it, it's, it's uncanny. If you look at the chart, Georgia, his, his um, approval ratings go up. Crimea, his approval ratings go up. And now the same, same thing here. It's just, it's almost like, uh, mechanical. He, he starts a war and he gets higher approval ratings. It's just so sick and sad. And, you know, Russian TV, Russian state media is saying now that the sinking of the ship, the Moskva, um, that that was the beginning of World War III. And they're including the United States in their threatening talk on Russian state TV. I just think you ought to know what Russian state TV is telling Russians about America, about the United States. Now, you know, we haven't put anybody in Ukraine. Not one boot is on the ground, which I told you at the beginning, because people were calling me up going, I don't want to go to war for Ukraine. Well, maybe you want to rethink that, but we didn't go to war for Ukraine. And it doesn't matter. They're still threatening us. All things Randy at randyroads.com. Go, go for launch. Speaking truth to power, the Randy Rhodes Show. All right, I'm going to play you uh, Russia State TV. This is uh, Channel One in Russia. Uh, it is complete propaganda. So is uh, Russia 24, those channels. Uh, it is in Russian, but there are subtitles, okay? So uh, if you can't read it because you're listening, I'll, uh, you know, regroup at the end of the sentence. Когда вы говорите ночью кончилась, вы имеете в виду крейсер Москва? Когда вы говорите про войну, вы имеете в виду объявление мобилизации тотальной? Стоп! Я не хотел говорить о крейсере Москве, тем более, чтобы были разные. Но вы сказали, крейсер Москва это абсолютное повод для войны. Стопроцентный. Это флагман наш. И здесь думать нечего. Здесь нужна ответка, но какая? Ее нужно придумать. Спецоперацию России на Украине. То, во что это вылилось, уже смело можно называть не лукавя, Третьей мировой войной, совершенно точно. Мы прямо сейчас сражаемся, если не с НАТО, то уж точно с инфраструктурой НАТО. И это тоже надо осознавать Соединенными Штатами Америки. Круглосуточно они по железной дороге поставляют 
оружие круглосуточно по земле из Польши поставляют оружие. В этом смысле, конечно, не шутка, что надо очень серьезно подумать об уничтожении железнодорожных узлов. Там, конечно, вопросики, они все едут и едут, я имею в виду лидеры. Но лидеров надо предупредить, пусть дома надо сидят. по Киеву, тогда они приедут. Вот что нужно сделать. Вот этого не должно быть никогда. То, что мы сейчас видим на экране. Okay, so that little discussion there was, uh, you know, Russian propaganda TV covering the explosion. <laughs> This is how they explained it to their people. The explosion on the Moskva. Okay, so it seemed like that message that the Moskva, their flagship ship in the Russian Navy, was blown up by accident was, was so embarrassing that they decided to tell the truth about what happened to the Moskva. And so when they announced it on Russian state television that the Moskva, the Moskva, which is Moscow, that's the name of it, was attacked, was attacked by the Ukrainians and blown up by the Ukrainians with two Neptune missiles that they made in Ukraine, but they didn't tell their audience that, Um, and that it was so embarrassing to them, you know, that uh, the flagship battleship that had been firing on Mariupol, that had been firing on civilians from the, the coast, uh, was blown up by the Ukrainians, that they sat on Russian TV and they said, yes, but America, and this is the important part, this is World War III, they said in that clip, And it was an attack on our motherland when they attacked the flagship battleship. And that America is supplying Ukraine with so many weapons through the railway system, through Poland. And, you know, we're not doing anything to stop the, the munitions from flowing in there. And this is World War III. And the object of our hatred is now, they call it NATO, which is NATO, and the United States. So for those of you who thought that if the United States of America didn't put boots on the ground in Russia, that Russia wouldn't blame or have a beef with the United States in this way of making war against us, you were incorrect. But I will tell you this, it's just bluster. It's just bull crap. It's a steady diet that they're feeding, feeding, feeding to these people who are living in a media bubble to the point where most Russians will not talk politics with you. They will not. First of all, they never know what's really going on, but they know they don't know. To their credit, they know they don't know. They know they've been lied to for more than 20 years, and prior to that, the older ones know about the Soviet Union's propaganda machines, and uh, they don't talk about politics. And if you ask a question, I've been there, and uh, last time I was there, they had invaded oh, Ukraine. And I actually said to a woman who spoke English, you know that you're invading Ukraine right now, and she said, no, we're not. No, we're not. I mean, they really didn't know. They really didn't know. Now they know. Uh, but they know what they don't know. And what they don't know is what's really going on and who the aggressor is and why this is happening. And you even see this, uh, this old man on the Russian propaganda channel and what he said to the host was, so they attacked the motherland when they attacked the Moskva in this, what do we call it now? Because he thinks it's time to call it a war, okay? And she knows she can't because... Putin doesn't want it to be called a war. 
So she says it's a military special operation. And he said, no, no, this was an attack on the motherland. And we need to bomb Kiev, is what he says. And also NATO and the United States. Now, there is no way that Putin is going to touch NATO or the United States because Putin can barely barely kill people and rape people and, uh, you know, exterminate people in eastern Ukraine. So this is what I told you at the beginning, this this fear that America will get blamed. Well, of course, America is going to get blamed. Of course, we would, because Ukraine was trying to move towards Europe. Right. And so everything about Ukraine had to be tied into NATO, which was a bullcrap story and had to be then by proxy tied into the United States, which is also a bullcrap story. And the idea that Putin could or wants a war with NATO or the United States is bizarre and unbelievable. And by unbelievable, I mean not to be believed. Putin doesn't want to fight us, and Putin doesn't want to fight NATO. Putin doesn't want to see fighter planes flown by NATO pilots, uh, you know, anywhere near his, uh, his, 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 his Russian military operation, his war. He can't possibly survive it, which is why I think it's time to do it. This idea that we're terrified of him all the time because you see what he's doing, because you see the death, because you see the starving, because you hear about the raping, you saw some people, you know, talking about being raped. And and from rape, I mean, like, I, I have a tape, I, I I mean, I can't play it for you, but it's really going to upset you about an 83-year-old woman, an 83-year-old woman who was raped in front of her disabled 85-year-old husband. And she is crying, saying, I wish they would have killed me instead of what they did to me. Yeah. Stop being so afraid of the rapist. Stop being so afraid of, uh, you know, the destroyer and the liar. Five six one two seven zero thirty eight forty four. Five six one two seven zero thirty eight forty four. This morning, four missiles hit the western Ukrainian city of Lviv, a city that so far has been largely spared from the fighting. NBC's Ali Aruzi was doing an interview in Lviv when the yeah. strike hit. That wasn't a plane, it was a cruise missile. Was- the attacks killed at least six and injured many more, according to the city's mayor. Thick smoke rising near an apartment block. Meanwhile, today, in the east of Ukraine, Mariupol's defenders remain defiant. Thousands of Ukrainian soldiers still holding out in a steel factory. Russia's military claims it controls most of the city's center, which couldn't be confirmed. But if the city does finally fall, Ukraine's president warned of major consequences. The destruction of our guys in Mariupol can put an end to any format of negotiations, he said. Russia's nearly two-month siege has trapped hundreds of thousands of civilians with little food, clean water, electricity, or medical care. Many have managed to flee, but the Russians have repeatedly attacked so-called humanitarian corridors, making escape 
almost as risky as remaining. Ilya is among those who fled a few weeks ago, but his mother refused to leave. He hasn't heard back from her since, though a neighbor has said she's still alive. But right now, um, I'm just thinking what she would be doing and if she was in my place, and I think that she will never give up. So I'm not giving up. But in the capital of Kyiv, some hope over the Easter weekend. Once under siege, the main Russian target, its citizens are now reclaiming normal life. How has this city changed in just the last week or two? Several weeks ago, it was like a ghost town because there are no people, it was uh, uh, no uh, supermarkets. But today we have uh, uh, our city is becoming alive. Coming alive in a place where merely living is an act of defiance. Unbelievable. They are unbelievable. This is a, an, an incredible, you know, uh, uh, nation of, of humans. I've, I've never seen anything like them. I, I really haven't. And they're sitting on Russian TV screaming and yelling about how Ukraine is the aggressor and Ukraine is, 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 is you know, a uh, part of World War III and now we have to attack NATO and we have to attack the United States. And, you know, I, it's, it's, it's just so unbelievable to me. The, 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 the idea that, that, you know, Russians know that they're being lied to, but that they can't say the truth or figure out the truth without somehow speaking the truth and getting themselves locked up is uh, something that they are very aware of. And uh, quite frankly, they know that their president or whatever you want to call this dictator steals from them. They see what's going on. They understand that people have been poisoned. They know what happened in Navalny. And Navalny, all he wanted to do was change it. He wanted to decorrupt it. He wanted to make it a real place. He wanted to make it a real government. He wanted to try and make it all function. And uh, for this, he was poisoned. I mean, he couldn't even believe he was poisoned. He's like, poison, really, in this day and age? I mean, this is just, it, it, it's, it's, so, it's so sick and twisted. It's uh, just so bizarre. But I'm going to show you, uh, you know, like what, what they see on the TV. And uh, this, is, this is from Transnistria, okay, which is on that border of uh, Moldova with Ukraine. But these people are... Um, they're loyal to Russia because they've been told to be loyal to Russia. And Russia is, uh, you know, putting some money in there, even though it's one of the poorest places on the planet. On the rare occasion when footage of Russian attacks against civilians are broadcast on state TV, they're called false flag attacks false and blamed on Ukraine. Oh, my God. And for those constantly told to be suspicious of Ukraine, these false claims feel believable. I would not trust the news that they show in on uh, Ukraine TV. Yulia Baltag is a business assistant who was born and raised in Transnistria. She's open about her desire for Transnistria to become a formal part of Russia. Mm. I was born in this country, you know, and always Russia supports us. And always we have some problems because of Moldova or Ukraine. There are a lot of uh, reports from Western media, from Ukrainian media, about uh, Russian troops attacking residential areas, civilian targets, hospitals. Do you believe that that's happening? No. No. Never. Why not? Never believe that. Because uh, I watch TV news, there is no even sense for them. Russia don't really need the new land. It's a very big land. As the war in Ukraine continues, 
Baltog told us she's more concerned about the Ukrainian military's actions, huh. not Russia's. I don't know what to expect from Ukraine. Not from Russia, from Ukraine. What are you talking about specifically? Because the perspective in America is that Russia attacked Ukraine and Ukraine is defending itself. That's true, but the way Ukraine defends uh, themselves is very, um, in, in a bad way, I would say. There is also rumors that they use some um, biological weapon. Oh my God. So you've seen that Ukraine is using biological weapons? I just heard that. I don't really know. I don't really know. I just Russia's heard it. disinformation may not be 100% convincing. Transnistrians know the conflict in Ukraine is a full fledged war and not just a special operation, as Russia claims. Hmm. But it is so overwhelming that people here find it difficult to believe that Russia would have started it without having a very good reason. It's like talking to the, you know, your, your crazy uncle who watches Fox News all day. But you know what's really fascinating about her? She speaks English. This is freaking Transnistria, Moldova. And Miss Baltag there speaks English. We don't want to teach our kids anything but English. We don't want to speak other languages. We don't want to teach them Spanish. We don't want to teach them Russian. We don't want to teach them uh, Mandarin. We don't want to teach them any... But in Moldova, one of the poorest places on the planet, in Transnistria, which is a breakaway region from Moldova, she speaks English. Wow. It's just amazing. And so you might wonder, you know, in, in the face of all of this, what is Fox News telling its audience? Like, which side should they be on since Tucker Carlson was like Miss Baltag there saying, I am rooting for Russia there. Russia is a much more substantial country than Ukraine. Why wouldn't I root for Russia? Why wouldn't I root for a play? Did he take my, did Vladimir Putin take my job and outsource it? No, he did nothing to me. So I'm rooting for Russia. I mean, she, he, he sounds like Ms. Baltag over there. So you might wonder, like, what are they telling their people now on Fox News? You might be really surprised to find out nothing almost nothing they are talking about now you're not going to believe me so i'm going to play it for you they're talking about the testosterone levels of american men tanking mm -hmm. tucker carlson is talking about a a made-up thing called bromeopathy yes like homeopathy but for bros and telling his audience through interviews with bromeopathists <laughs> that they need to do some interesting things to their testicles, okay? I don't know how to explain this to you, except I'll play it. This is what's passing for news. This is the Randy Rhodes Show. To speak with Randy, dial 561-270-3844. That's 561-270-3844. Okay, so you know in June, the Supreme Court is going to take away a woman's autonomy. They are going to uh, actually decimate women's uh, ability to direct their own lives because we have this awesome, awesome thing 
called the ability to reproduce, right? We, we, we got wombs and stuff. And so in order to distract, in order to do a 180 on this, in order to lie, in order to scheme and steal and cheat women out of their God-given right to privacy and autonomy in their own person, uh, they are going to now uh, as assume, well, they're going to assert on Fox News that women are so emasculating that men are actually experiencing a drop in testosterone. So part of Tucker Carlson's man-hating women club or women-hating man-boy club is to actually say that men's testosterone levels have been reduced by American culture because women are so emasculating. And now he's going to do a show about bromeopathy. Bromeopathy, uh-huh. Like that's a real thing, okay? And back to the UV lights, everybody, back to the UV. You would think that you got enough UV lights in that region uh, with the COVID cure, but no, no. He has an expert on his show, huh, who is going to tell the men who watch the Fox, I that they need to tan, tan their testicles. There's a massive amount Which of- Which is testicle tanning. It's testicle tanning, but it's also full body uh, mm -hmm. red light therapy, uh -huh. which has massive amount of benefits. And there's so much data out there um, that isn't being picked up on or covered. So obviously half the viewers right now are like, what, that's testicle tanning, that's crazy. But my view is, okay, testosterone levels like crash and nobody says anything about it, that's crazy. <laughs> So why is it crazy to seek solutions? It's not crazy to seek solutions. And I think um, I was recently exposed to a term called bromeopathy. And I think there's a lot of people out there right now that um, are, don't trust the mainstream information. Andrew McGovern, everybody, wants you to tan your testicles. Who the hell is Andrew McGovern? He's a uh, you know guy who works in a gym. He's a fitness trainer. He knows nothing about anything. And he's being interviewed as if this is a real dilemma that men are finding themselves. Listen, I, I, I like us, I would think that you had enough UV light exposure in the nether regions when Donald Trump told you that UV light up your bum could somehow cure COVID. Uh, so hydroxychloroquine didn't kill enough people, and uh, you know uh, they're 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 crazy, uh, you know, freaking cures for this or that. Nothing, uh, you know, the UV lights, the 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 ivermectin, it wasn't enough. We didn't have enough death. Now we're going to see men exposing their nether regions to UV light and getting testicular cancer, thanks to Fox News because they don't want to talk about what's really going on in this country. And that is a total, total move to authoritarianism here in the United States. I mean, this is so amazing. Now, if, if, if I know guys the way I think I do, let me tell you why testicle tanning won't work aside from the cancer. You're gonna start putting lotion. It puts the lotion on the basket, it puts the lotion on. It's skin. If you're a man and you put lotion on your testicles, you're going to get all distracted and forget to tan. I do not recommend testicle tanning. 
It will get you thrown off the beach and you will get cancer. This is ridiculous. And you know, for the old guys that watch Fox News, the, 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 the 68 and overs that are sitting in their lazy boys watching this swill, let's just pray that the testicle tanning machine is adjustable because, you know, they get long. This is just bizarre. This is the most bizarre thing. You're going to say, oh, I'm... Pe-. No, they are completely bizarre. That whole channel has got to go. It has to be labeled as, you know, humor or, 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 or crazy or, or state-run TV or something because that is not valuable information. In fact, you know, he had Kid Rock on because, of course, when you're in the middle of a, uh, a freaking war and you're watching people starve to death and uh, being attacked by Russia, who Donald Trump thinks is, you know, a great guy, who Donald Trump says is strong, who Donald Trump defends at, in, in, in front of the world, on the world stage, in Helsinki, Finland, saying, well, he told me he didn't interfere and, you know, he, he, he denied it strongly and so I don't know why he would, Right. Donald Trump's bromance is with Vladimir Putin. So of course, and, and, and Tucker just freaking never met an author- authoritarian he didn't love. So of course, in the middle of all this, what do you do? What do you do, everybody? Put yourself in the shoes of somebody who is hosting a news program and ask yourself, who would you book? Who would you speak to? Why, of course, Kid Rock. Kid Rock. So he has Kid Rock on after the testicle tanning physical fitness instructor who just cannot believe what he's hearing. Dude, stop. Testicle tanning. Come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard anything open, that good in a long your, time. Open I'm your starting, mind, Bobby. I'm, I'm, I'm starting a punk rock band and it's called testicle tanning. That's the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll be massively successful but i mean don't you think at this point when so many of the therapies the paths they've told us to take have turned out to be dead ends that have really hurt people why wouldn't open-minded people seek new solutions i i don't know what the hell is going on in this world i'm not even sure if i understood that question but some days i just want to stop this planet and let me off (laughs) Seriously, even even Kid Rock knows this is bullcrap. Even Kid Rock understands that what Tucker is doing is playing to an elderly audience. And part of aging, everybody, is a drop in your hormone levels. And for men, it's low testosterone. And for women, the estrogen, woo, just goes away. Oh, my God. This is so bottom feeding. This is so vile. This is so disgusting. The only thing that makes testicle tanning even remotely plausible is the fact that everything else that Tucker Carlson recommended health-wise is 10 times crazier. Bromeopathy. Bromeopathy. Listen, I got news for you. Guys have been coming up with weird things to do with their junk since the beginning of time, okay? Since the beginning of time. Just don't end up in the ER, okay? And you're going to if you expose your testicles to UV light. Don't do it. My God, man. Healthcare workers are stressed enough. They don't need to tend to you and your burnt nids.
I want to say the other word, but I just... Uh, uh, Why do we call them golden nuggets? Golden nuggets. They're going to be bright red. They're going to be bright red, and then they're going to turn black and fall off. Richard in L.A. Hi, Randy. How are you doing today? All right. So what we were talking about earlier was the... <clears throat> the, the so you have no comment on testicle tanning. Will you do it? Are you going to participate? Do you think it's of course right? not. Of course not. You know what it is? It's fragile masculinity. No, you know what it is? It's, it's the man-hating women's club. He's trying to send a message that women are so emasculating that this whole thing for equal rights and equal protection under law is such bogus bullcrap that it's literally making men's testosterone disappear and so he's offering cures for the emasculating women thing. Because exactly. there's going to be a full frontal attack on women in June in this country. And uh, so they're getting ahead of it over, I don't want to say ahead when I talk about testicle tanning, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it actually reminds me of um, there's something that happened quite a few months ago. If you remember when Fox News was talking about um, China's masculinity training and they're saying, oh, look what China's doing. They're training their boys to be more masculine while we're whatever. Right. Not even encouraging masculine anymore. But I looked into it. You know what it was? All it was was just encouraging kids to play more sports. Huh. That's all it was. <laughs> yeah, it's a okay. very, it's a very sick, yeah. sick thing that's going it's on just... in our media. Really, it's ugly. It's dangerous. It's sick. It's scary. And it's all for the incels it's all for the old men it's all for the guys who just can't figure out why they're not appealing anymore or why nobody wants them and it has oh absolutely nothing to do with the fact that they imbibe you know fake stuff all day long every day and they they literally guide themselves according to fox news no it couldn't be that it has to be that women are emasculating women and the whole culture couldn't have anything to do with processed foods or eating a, a diet, a steady diet of, you know, fast food, could it? No. Couldn't have anything to do with the fact that you're 80 and it's normal. No. No, it has to be something curable. Clear. Nate. Mary we believe that all men are created equal. To the magnificent mosaic that is America. From radio beacon to radio beacon. I have a dream. Change has come to America. Believe me. Help is on the way. Knock, knock. Who's there? Hey. It's a segment of your imagination. Randy Roach Show. Turn up your mind. Okay, here's another version of Oya Luze Chevrona Kalina, <laughs> which is really what it's called. This is the Kivness. Oya Luze Chevrona Kalina, Okalila Sha, Chos Nasha, Slavna Ukraina, Zazurila Sha.
So I like that one because it has the phonetic translation and the actual translation of what that song is about. Um, it's poetic, it is, but a Kalina is, um, you know, a little red berry tree is what it is. And so they're saying, you know, like, why are the little red berries, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, going toward the ground and then they start saying cheer up rise up you know what i mean we'll lift up the uh, kalinas we'll lift up the the berries and uh, it's fun it's just i love that song so you know what that is that's like um it's a folk song a ukrainian folk song so it's like if i had a hammer you know like one of our folky songs it's like that but there are eight thousand four hundred and sixty two million five hundred and twenty two versions of it now and they're all freaking good so th my goal is to learn all the words, all of them. <laughs> I got some parts down. So like now if somebody said, do you speak Ukrainian? I could say pedimoyo, which means stand up. Yay. <laughs> oh, and this, this shirt here, this says Ukraine and uh, Ukrainian. So wait, it's backwards. So see, th this is Cyrillic. So this is Y is U, K is K. P is R, A is A, the I with the, um, I forget what you call it, umla over it, is an I, H is N, and A is A, so it's Ukraine-nia, right? It's, 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 uh, I, so, right? Anyway, if you, if you want a shirt like this one, okay, I made a really nice one. This one is, uh, you know, this is, uh, I just sort of bought it for 10 bucks or whatever, but a really good one. We made a really good one and we stuck it in the store. So go to randyroads.com slash shop and you'll see them. There's light colored ones. It's right There's, there on the, we got the graphic right there. I see it. it. Yeah, yeah. I see it, but that's so cool. But you have store, it's shop. <laughs> it's randyroads.com slash shop. Oh man. Yeah. All right, robbing uh, California. Hi, Hi, long time supporter of Free Speech TV. And Thank you. Fan of yours. No, thank you. And something that I, with the abortion thing, people need to talk about a little bit overpopulation. Overpopulation is something that we all have to be worried about, and abortions help that. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, we just lost one million people in this country, you understand, to COVID, to, to a disease that they didn't have to die from. So I'm not sure that that's a winning argument right now. But I'm an old guy that read Overpopulation, and it's the planet can only hold so many people. Mm -hmm. Well, we're very busy killing so many people. I mean, uh, we just kill things. I, this, I, I look around. You know what? I saw an interview with Zelensky over the weekend, and one of the things I, I took from it is that he also cannot believe how man's cruelty to man is 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 baffling it's it's exceptional it's an amazing phenomenon it never freaking ends we said we would never forget you know what genocide looks like what wiping out nationalities whole nationalities you know uh, looks like and and what uh, you know, taking people and putting them in camps is all about, which 433,000 Ukrainians have been forcibly deported outside of Ukraine into the hinterlands of Russia. You're talking women, children, you're talking infants, babies, a 12-year-old girl. There was a whole big piece on her in the New York Times this weekend. I mean, it's just happening again, and it, and, and people just sit there 
and uh, they say, oh, it's too overwhelming, or I can't deal with it, or I don't want it, or it's causing me anxiety. Oh, God forbid, it should cause you well, anxiety. that's why we need you. You're going to sit there and keep, keep, keep us... But what, I'm, but what on. I'm saying is that unless and until this world actually rises up and says that one madman can just destroy so many lives in the blink of an eye, like these shootings that we have, the answer is we have too many guns. And everybody knows it, okay? Yep. Not every single person should be able to have a gun in this country. And yet every single person has a gun. And we have massive shootings on Easter freaking weekend, okay? You have entire religions. You have the, the, the Russian Orthodox Church literally countenancing this genocide, just like the Catholic Church did with uh, Hitler, okay? I mean, it, it is so endless. It is so unbelievable so unless and until we get real serious about billionaires and about uh, thieves and holding people accountable under international law if we want to say that this globe is very small and that we have this uh, you know interconnected uh, economy and uh, you know the world needs to uh, you know respect other people's uh, boundary then we need an international criminal court and these people have got to be dragged in and held accountable every time we see a genocide and it just doesn't happen it just doesn't happen it's got to we're going to figure this thing out or we're you know oh i i I figured it out the the thing that's missing (laughs) the thing that's missing is called justice the thing that's missing is accountability the thing that's missing is equal protection under international under american under whatever you want to say but law there is there are different levels of people that expect different treatment under law whether the law is your own or it's international and america is part of the problem problem. America is not part of the International Criminal Court. America passes lots of laws. The American Servicemen's Act when Bush was president saying that American servicemen could never be prosecuted in, uh, in, in international courts for their torture. They could never be prosecuted for war crimes. Uh, I mean, this is just, it's, it's unacceptable. And that's why it continues to just roll on. Everybody can sit there and they can say, never forget. They could say, never again. It means nothing. Nothing. Because you have Russia that's not part of the International Criminal Court. America is not part of the International Criminal Court. You, you, you understand that if The Hague, this is, this is crazy, but it's true. If The Hague was allowed to prosecute, oh, I don't know, let's say Putin, we could get Putin we could capture him and bring him to the Hague because they don't try people in absentia. So you'd have to have them physically there. Even if they came up with a sentence, you know, like a life sentence or death or whatever they would come up with for what he's done, they couldn't implement it. It would have to go to the United Nations. And guess who's on the Security Council? Russia! It's broken. Got it. Thank you, man. All things Randy at RandyRhodes.com. Go, go for launch. Speaking truth to power, the Randy Rhodes Show. Look what happened in Butcher. It's clear 
That is not even a war. It's a genocide. It just killed people, not soldiers, people. They just shot people in the streets. People were riding bicycles, taking the bus, or just walking down the street. There were corpses lining the streets. These were not soldiers, they were civilians. They bound their hands. They forced children to watch as they raped their mothers. Then they threw them in a well or in mass graves. Children adults, the elderly. And we have substantial evidence that points to this being a genocide. Audio and video, where they talk about just how much they hate us. I did not even know that there was such hatred of the Russian military for the Ukrainian people. They say they are going to destroy us. Just to steal a toilet and a washing machine from an apartment, they shot an entire family. That is genocide. Over a toilet and a washing machine. And you know, that did happen. P the, 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 the Russian soldiers, the draftees, they call them conscripts, okay? The young kids that are drafted into, you know, a, a, a standard service, like a necessary mandatory service in Russia, uh, they, they have to do a year. Uh, those, 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 those kids, they, they, <laughs> they're from some of the poorest families in Russia because it's just like here you can buy your way out of it you can get out of it if you know somebody you can you know whatever you can get a deferment you can uh, these are these are people that have absolutely no connection to anybody important or, or necessary to get out of conscription they go into the service and they don't want to do it some of the some of the this is why I'm teaching myself Cyrillic okay because I want to read what's on the graffiti on the walls and stuff and one of the things on the walls said I swear to God, in Russian, not Ukrainian, which is very similar, but a little different. It said, we're sorry, we didn't want to do this. And what did they end up doing? They ended up killing, drinking, stealing vodka. I swear to God, they stole vodka. They stole wine. They stole alcohol out of the houses. They stole the food out of the houses. And then they went and got rip-roaring, crap-faced Okay, and stole washing machines and stole radios and stole uh, cell phones and stole television sets. Seriously, that's what they did. Now, I know, and we're all going to find out sooner or later, that the Chechens, yeah, these crazy-ass Chechens, these torturers, and I know they're there because there were beheadings. That is a Chechen thing to do. And the raping is a Chechen thing to do. They're the ones that are doing the real, ugly, grotesque, sil you know, sickening things, uh, throwing children in a well. That's who's doing this. Now come the Syrians. The Syrians are about to go in there, according to Putin. Of course, we're in the fog of war. We don't know half of what there is to know. You know that, right? This is the beauty of the Russian people. They know what they don't know. They've just given up on knowing. I'm not there yet. But we're in the fog of war. There's, like, we don't even know what happened to this ship, the Moskva. All we know is that Putin tried to tell the people of Russia that it was an accident, a terrible, terrible accident. 
Yeah, and that was more embarrassing and more harmful to the uh, public opinion than the Ukrainians blew up our ships. So they went with, uh, you know, at first they said, oh, it was an accident, it was terrible. And then they, they, they shifted, like in, in mid-sentence, this is what Russians know, they, they, like, like Tucker Carlson. He sits there and he says, I'm on the side of Russia, I'm on the side of Russia, Russia, you know, is a much more substantial com- country. Why would I root for Ukraine? Ukraine has nothing that I want. Ukraine is not loyal to the United States. And then all of a sudden this happens and he's like, I'm, I'm totally for Ukraine. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just it's 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 two and two equal five. Oh, speaking of math, two and two equal five is what they want to teach in public school in Florida. You know this party is just it, it, it's it's out of control. This party is a danger to all living things, especially our children. So Ron DeSantis, who is trying to uh, prop himself up for you know the presidential in 2024, is trying to out crazy all the crazies, right? So you have Abbott, who's literally saying, hey, I want to trigger the libs, so I'm going to stop all the trucks from coming across the border in the middle of a supply chain bottleneck that we already have due to COVID and his lack of response to it and others like him. Then he says, okay, so we're gonna do special inspections at the border for the truck drivers, for the Mexican truck drivers who are carrying like, annually nine billion dollars worth of just produce never mind television sets and 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 car parts and all the other things right because we have an inter interconnected uh, you know system now right and it falls flat on its face because people understand not only that the cost of things are going up because this man just wanted to trigger the libs and so screw you if you starved or screw you if you're having to pay you know ten dollars for a carrot or a tomato, or an avocado is now $5. You know, it doesn't matter. He's doing it because he wants to trigger the libs. That all fell apart. So they're all trying to out-crazy each other. So DeSantis decided he's going to prohibit math books. Math. Swear to God. Math books. He rejected, like, uh, 54 math books. 54 Books, math, books, because he said somewhere embedded in the math books is critical race theory. What? Oh, maybe one of the answers to one of the problems was 1619. Who knows? Maybe when you added up all the numbers in the column, it, it, it came up to 1690. Oh, this is really sick and twisted. Don't you get that this party, and they're, they're sitting there on Fox News talking about tanning your testicles? I mean, they, they have gone so bad crap. They've just gone there, and they don't care. Who knows it? They don't care. This is because... They have been stealing from you for years. Today is tax day. You understand that? Today is tax day. So, you know, hop to it, everybody. Better get your math book out and figure it out real fast by, like, uh, dinner time, and then run to the post office before 11 o'clock. Better do it. Hop, hop. So today is tax day. And the Republican plan is that if you ended up owing no taxes that you don't have any skin in the game. So we need an 11 point plan that would actually require that you pay something. 
so that the billionaires don't have to pay anything. What? Yeah. This is why what Bill Browder says is the most important thing that anybody could say about why people do this to other people. Why they drive them crazy, why they lie to them, why they do... It's all to cover the stealing. It's all a ruse to make you not notice the stealing. That's what the attack on women is about. That's what the attack on math is about. That's what the culture war is about. That's what all this talk about tanning your testicles is about. To keep your mind off the stealing. To speak to Randy, call 561-270-3844. 561-270-3844. The director of the CIA warned that he's worried Putin might use a tactical nuclear weapon in this fight. Are you worried? Not only me. I think we, all, all, all of the world, all the countries have to be warned. Because you know that it can be not real information, but it can be truth. Mm-hmm. Because when they begin to speak about one or another battles or involve enemies or nuclear weapons or some chemical you know, issues, chemical weapons, they should do it. They could do it. I mean, so they they can for for them life of the people is nothing. That's why we should think not not uh, not be afraid. I mean, that not be afraid, be ready. But uh, but that is not the question for to Ukraine and not only for the Ukraine for all the uh, for all the world. I think so. There is a possibility of them using these weapons. Nobody expected there to be a full-scale invasion of Ukraine from the Russian Federation. No one expected there to be a war in 2014. And now that there will be a full-scale invasion and killing of civilians, nobody expected them to invade the areas where there is no military equipment and just kill and shoot dead a civilian population. Nobody expected that. But this is a fact. And it happened. And that is when Russia gives information and says if something goes not according to plan, they can use chemical weapons and their nuclear potential. And that is why I believe these are dangerous claims of untrustworthy people. And if we believe some of them are already untrustworthy, then they can use nuclear weapons. I mean, it's really, it's really sick that one madman can do this to an entire globe. That one person, one person, who will never be held accountable. Seriously. One person can shake up the entire system of international law. One person can shake up the entire globe because he doesn't want his people to come to the conclusion that he has stolen so much money, about a trillion dollars from them that should have gone to their public schools, that should have gone to, you know, health care, that should have gone to pensions, that should have gone to their well-being, that should have gone back to them. Instead, he stole it. And you know why his military looks the way it does? You know why his military is so lame? You know why he needs Chechens? You know why he needs Syrians? Because the people that he tasked with building the military for money, 
stole the money from them too. Russia is a government of thieves and the law is there to protect those thieves and America is not far behind. And so if there's anything that you could learn from this, if you just refuse to, you know, care about it, if you just refuse to, you know, want to help uh, for whatever reason you have, it's just too uh, upsetting, it, it causes anxiety. We're all anxious. I got news for you, all of us. And you know what? That's a result of social media, just saying. But that's a whole other thing. We're not in a place where we get to, you know, talk about how to relieve our, our anxiety. This is a result of COVID and isolation and social media being the only way to talk to somebody and being bullied there and being threatened there and being terrified there. The, 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 the system we created is so horrible for all living things. I can't even tell you. But the reason that this man in Russia is doing this is so that his people will be distracted from the stealing. I told you, in chaos you can steal. And you, you, you know, I, I don't know that everybody understood what I meant because I started saying that after Iraq. I started saying that during the buildup to Iraq because I understood that they wanted a war. And by them, I mean us. I mean the United States wanted a war so they could steal. And they did and told you it was manna from heaven that would trickle down to you. They love to steal. Stealing is a, it is the sport of gentlemen, truly. But when we catch on to the thievery, when we catch on to the theft, when we catch on to the stealing and we say, okay, enough corruption, we need to straighten this out. We're gonna do some trust busting. We're going to make billionaires pay their fair share. All of a sudden, everybody needs a distraction. Culture wars. It's CRT, everybody, which isn't taught anywhere in any public school ever. Math books, burn books, band books. Women are emasculating. Tan your testicles. I mean, really? All to avoid the corruption. It's amazing. And it's a simple story. It's just not that complicated. Jeffrey in California. So I'd like to know what gives you great hope in the midst of all this um, pain and suffering, because I have some ideas, but I'd like to hear yours. What do you mean? Well, um, what I do is I witness uh, for peace, because we have 15 nuclear reactors in Ukraine, and if that madman bombs anything and misses, and they hit them, we're going to be in trouble with our food source. So I think that 1% of people should also blast those things into outer space with all their rich friends and then let them go in, into the universe. So okay, so I live in the real world. Next. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. Okay. So what do you do? What do, what do we do to give us, to give us uh, strength? And, you, I mean, make we sure, the... you make sure that the decent people win the battles that need to be won. You make sure that the people who fight against corruption prevail you go out if it's as, as you know in our country we have a midterm election you know if the, if if the congress goes to you know the the thieves if the congress goes to the party that wants to steal if the congress goes to the party that you know wants to distract so that they can steal well you know i don't know that i'll be that hopeful anymore jeffrey i just don't know yeah well there's a lot of good 
I mean, Republicans, there are some good Republicans, but they're wonderful. There's independent. A few. There are a like few. In, in Missouri, there's this man named Kuntz, who's a retired Marine, and he's running against um, somebody that, like you said, points guns, submachine guns at children and got actually convicted of it and spent a week in jail or something. Oh. And, oh, I don't know his name. Oh. Good. I really don't know. Okay. Uh, Kirk in California. <laughs> oh, yes, Randy. Hold on, Kirk. I mean, I shouldn't have taken your call. We're right up against a break. Can you hold? Okay, cool. All right, All right. thanks. Hey, bro. Love you. Love you. I love you I more. Okay. I managed to put you on hold. Well done. You got him. I have never bothered to figure out my own freaking phone. <laughs> you know what? My, my cell phone, I can't do it either. Unless it gives me the choice that says accept and hold you know like if i get the choices then i can do it sorta i have never figured out okay this is true i've never figured out call waiting just saying unless it gives me a choice i'm gonna hang up on you but anybody that would call me knows that (laughs) they don't hold me accountable but i did manage kirk to get you on hold i did it yay all right stand by be right back Sorry, I shouldn't have taken your call. This is the Randy Rhodes Show. To speak with Randy, dial 561-270-3844. That's 561-270-3844. All right, this is uh, the Austrian Chancellor, okay, uh, Karl Niehammer. Uh, being asked the same question about uh, nuclear war. When you heard our CIA director talk publicly about the concerns that when Putin is cornered, he might do something like use a tactical nuclear weapon, the person you sat down with, do you think that's a person that might use a nuclear weapon? <laughs> what a great question. Idiot. It's a tough question. I think um, <laughs> he knows that he has this weapon. And he knows the threat of this weapon. So um, I don't know if he really use it, mm-hmm. but he knows that he can threat the world with these weapons. Does, does he believe he's winning the war or losing the war? No, I think he, he believes he is winning the war. <laughs> did he give a rationale? I mean, did he explain what makes it seem as if things are going better than what it looks like to the rest of us? No, uh, I, I, I couldn't say that. Um, you know, um, he sent me clear messages um, uh, about his concerns. Um, but I sh- what I think what is necessary to, to confront him all the time with that what is going on in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. I think this is necessary. Um, you know, at the end of our talks, he told me in German, um, it's better the war ends earlier than later. So I think he knows exactly what's going on now. I don't know what that means. I, I honestly did not understand what the Austrian chancellor was getting at. And Chuck Todd is such a putrid interviewer that we never, ever got an explanation for what the Austrian chancellor was trying to say. Uh, but in German, uh, Putin is talking in German to the Austrian chancellor who's sitting there in English translating from the Russian German to that the war is better to end sooner rather than later after a question about whether or not he'll use nuclear weapons. What the, what the hell? I don't know. Kirk, hi. Have you seen Charlie Wilson's war? Yeah. See? See that? See what? 
you have to do it from within. The Russian people have to take the guy out. Well, you know, look, that that's why uh, what are that's we, what are we supposed but, to do? Well, but that's why the propaganda in, on Russian TV is the way it is. It's because they're trying to get the the Russian people to be so disconnected from reality that they don't even have any hope of ever being connected okay, to so reality. I be like seeing it was Easter yesterday. So let me be Christ like. How do we make Vladimir Putin disappear calmly and in a Christ-like fashion. So the only... You, can, you can't. Okay, so... The guy is an insane despot dictator, just like Trump was. Mm-hmm. And he still is, by the way. Okay, so here's the thing. You were on to the right answer at the beginning when you first, uh, you know, were talking to me just now. That he can only ever be taken down, let's just say, uh, by his own people. And the same is true of Donald Trump. Donald Trump could only ever be held accountable by us at the ballot box. Now, because Russia doesn't have real elections. I mean, they have elections, but it's all about who counts the vote. That's where America is, too, you know. We're not about, you know, listen, yes, uh, you have uh, states that gerrymander us out of our ability to, uh, you know, self-govern. And then on top of it, you've got voter registration deadlines that happen a month before or six weeks before, two months before you even vote. So you weren't even thinking about. And then you get to the ballot box and you want 19 different forms of ID. You can't mail it in if you're disabled. Right. I mean, voter suppression is, is, is a great game in the United States. We get that. We understand that. So. If you manage to cast a ballot, right, if you manage to do it in the United States, yay us, it still matters who's doing the counting. Well, that's where Russia is. Russia is at the point where it doesn't matter who shows up. It doesn't matter who votes. It matters who's doing the counting, right? And this is how a subterfuge and subversion happens. Now, you know, I'm still waiting for these freaking hearings to start. I haven't even planned a vacation. Brett and I were talking about it today. Like, when are we going to take a week off? We need to take some time off, right? And you have to do it when we're not in a pledge drive. That's like a part of our deal. And so we wanted to, but then, you know, they're sitting in Congress going, well, we're going to do it this spring and you'll see the other. And I don't, you know, I don't know when to do But it matters who counts the vote. That's how they subvert. That's what we're going to find out if they ever, ever have these hearings that the whole plan was not to prevent you from voting as much as it was to prevent the counting from being free and fair and honest and above board. And this last time, we managed to eke out a free and fair election. We managed because you did have some decent Republicans who otherwise I would never agree with anything that they're about who said that's a bridge too far we're not going to rig an election for donald trump and so donald trump was brought down by americans by our own people and that's the only way you can ever have a result where everybody is good with it otherwise you have a civil war otherwise you have shooting Otherwise, you have situations where the whole world looks away because they go, hey, that's internal stuff. That's a civil war. We can't get involved in a civil war. Happens all over the world. And so the only answer for Putin, because we don't have a justice system that works anywhere in this world, 
We don't. It's for the Russians to actually wake up from this dream state that they're in, and they know that they're in it, though. That's the crazy part. I have watched so many interviews with so many Russians who say, don't talk to me about politics, it'll get me in trouble, or I don't, uh, you know, I'm apolitical is the standard answer you'll get in Russia. Or they'll say, there's no way to know the truth, and we just gave up on knowing the truth. Some of them are just, you know, they're there. They understand what's going on, what happened to their media. They understand what propaganda is. They understand they've been propagandized for 20-some-odd years, and they're done trying to figure out what things mean. They're done. All they want to do is be able to take care of their family. That's it. That's, and they're trying to get us in America to that point where we don't care about our civic lives. We don't care about who's uh, you know, pulling the strings or who's making money or who's stealing from us anymore. We just want to be left alone to raise our families in the best way we can. And then they will tell you that that is freedom. That freedom isn't about self-governance. Freedom isn't about equal justice. Freedom isn't about equality, even. Freedom is about being free to unburden yourself from civic life. That's freedom. That's sick, but that's where we're going. And you were right, Kirk. The only way for Russia to fix what what this madman has done and is doing is for them to take care of it. That's it. Melody in Indiana. Yeah, all I wanted to say was Friday was Good Friday. If you're a Christian or Catholic, we had a bunch of family come into the house. And, like, you know, we had some cocktails later. Mm-hmm. And I finished the day, like, we're all getting ready for bed. I'm like, you guys have to listen to this song. And it's a Ukrainian song. It was so perfect. And everybody loved it. Oh yeah, it's it's so good. It's it's addicting, right? It was so good. And it's like it gives you hope and like it makes you like, yes, I'm gonna wake up tomorrow morning and do a better job. Yes, and you know what's crazy is I didn't know what any of it meant until maybe yesterday or the day before, sometime over the weekend, I found a version that had, you know, the phonetic also so you could sing along, which is big fun. But then I found one with the translation, like what the song is about. It didn't even matter though. It didn't matter. It's just it's just so uplifting. It's perfect. I know. I know. I'm glad you and feel that way, way about it because I felt that way about it too. I said I don't speak Ukrainian, and, and yet I love this song. Playing that song, and I'm like, oh man, I'm all amped up now. I'm like, <laughs> I can get stuff done. I know, I know. Thank you. I love you. I love your show. Oh, I love you too. Thank you for telling me that. I appreciate it so much. I'm wondering if I'm going to hear it without getting goosebumps ever. Oh, you know, it's just fun. You'll get past the good. It's just, you know what it is? It's just that you don't even need to know what it's about or it's just so uplifting. You know what I mean? And the the way the way that their 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 folk music, you know, and, and their national anthem. I mean, their national anthem is 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 incredible. And it's only like a minute and a half long. There's something hopeful about it. And I think it's because they didn't write these songs until Ukraine became an independent country, right? And so these songs are all about, you know, oh, we may be down now, but hey, we'll be fine. (laughs) You know, Ukraine's been worried, but oh, stand up, rise up, cheer up. It's, it's, It's just, it's so hopeful, their stuff. It's, it's, they're amazing. They're truly amazing. And I do think Americans wonder if we have it in us 
to be that way still. 